Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 278th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, here's the thing. It's starting to get really nice out. And it's starting to get really warm out. It is. And you should have seen some of the scenes around the city yesterday. It felt like nothing was wrong. Felt the same Felt the same here when we were out yesterday. Now, I know that people are cooped up and not everyone has like a lot of space. Yeah. Um, but I can't help but feel like when you're the epicenter of something, uh, you know, lounging out and about. Uh, Carolyn went for a run in Central Park and it felt like any other... It felt like what the park would look like if it was the first beautiful day of the of the year. Yeah. And it certainly was. And it was just people as far as the eye could see. Now, granted, it's not as dense, but you got people walking way too close, people talking about masks, just like, this is the reason why a second and third wave are going to hit. Like, it's, there's nothing that we're doing that prevents that curve from flattening or it like undulating where we get the first wave like and we give ourselves a false sense of security now granted there's one side of the argument there's another side where it's like people are losing jobs right right 15 percent of america's out of work 30 million people out of work and that makes it also super tough people are cooped up you know people are used to certain civil liberties and, and freedoms and you know, I think um, for me and my background, being where I'm from and the culture that I'm from, it's very easy to just say, hey, listen, if somebody tells you not to do something, just like listen to what they say. <laughs> yeah. No, granted, yeah, yeah. the people out there that are doing all that probably, you know, don't have the the, spot, uh, the squeakiest clean of records. But there is like this natural tendency to be like, oh, if they're telling you to do something, they, they kind of mean it. And also the enforcement's a little bit different too, right? Like, I mean, you, don't like need some, you don't need someone to like someone in a position of in authority to sit there and read their resume to you to be like yeah i'm qualified to tell you that you shouldn't be doing this yeah. you're like I mean, oh okay that I mean, person the fact that, I, the I fact trust that this person. yeah the fact that there are people protesting in state court uh, state like legislature houses and state capitol buildings yeah. being like this is my version of modern day slavery is like such a privileged and out of touch argument to make mm-hmm You've been asked to not get a haircut for over a month, and you equate this to, like, slavery? Yeah. Which has gone on for, what, 279 years? Or 379 years? Whatever the, whatever the number is. Like, you really you really think you have a, a shot in this? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's your, like, honestly, like, all the people out here that are, that have been enslaved... And this is a really dark turn that we're taking really quickly. So I promise to get out of this. But of all the of all the people out there that are enslaved, you really think that you, who's been forced to stay at home and not get a haircut, like get the same billing? You know, like if you're lining up on the grid at, uh, at Formula One, you really think you're you're at the top? Like, you, dude, you're you were DQ'd in qualifying. Anyways, not trying to gatekeep slavery here, but at the same time, it's like these people are 
saying, oh, this is un-American. That's untrue. Uh, you know, this is against my, you know, you're, 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 uh, you're going against my rights. You're taking away my rights. You know, times of, in times of like crisis, it's very, very standard for the government to enact much stronger sort of rules to like try and uh, contain stuff. It's, and, and remember, we, we live in the 21st century, right? It's, it's 2020. So you have Netflix, you have YouTube, you have Instagram, you have Reddit. You have the internet to just keep you engaged. It's not like it's we're in London, 1941, and it's like, oh, you know how the Germans bomb you nightly? Yeah, you got to, it's like, there's right, a blackout, right. blackout every night at like 5.30 p.m. And then it doesn't get lifted until 6 a.m. So every night, you can't even burn a candle for fear that the Luftwaffe is going to find you and demolish everything you hold dear. We don't have that. You can order food. You can be as loud as you want. You can watch all the, like, there's more content now than there ever has been in the history of the world. And you're telling me that you're going to storm the, the state capitol building with a long gun and a mask? And somehow not get arrested or shot? I mean, we won't get into the reasons for that. But anyways, just to, to bring it back, you know, when Wuhan had to get quarantined, it was more or less martial law for 78 days. And they were fine with it. Fine being relative. People yeah, must right, have gone right. nuts. I get it. But, you know... You're asked to do some. You know how they say, like, if you're going to do something, do it once, do it right? Yep. This is that opportunity, and you can just see around you that we're, like, fucking it up. People who wear masks, like, underneath their chin bother me. Mm-hmm. People that have masks with valves bother me. It's like, oh, I want to wear a mask, but I also want to make it easier to breathe. It's like, the, the defeats the purpose. Did you see that... Uh, there was a comic going around of like comparing the effectiveness of mask wearing with like someone peeing their pants. Have you seen that? No, I did not see that. All right, imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine two naked guys and one guy pees himself. So he gets piss on himself and he pees the person on next to him. That is supposed to uh, simulate if two people, both of whom not wearing masks and one of them who's sick, just like sneezes. Like it's gonna get on that person. They already haven't. And you're also going to get some on it, right? Yeah. If you wear pants and that person who's sick doesn't wear pants and he pisses himself, he'll still get some on him. And you'll get some on you, but it won't be nearly as bad as if you were naked in terms of like it piss impact on your on your skin. Right. So that's sort of dissimulated. If you wear a mask and then that person doesn't wear a mask, like, yeah, you'll get some on you. But the, there's like a 70% reduction in the, the the possibility of you getting infected numbers are hazy don't quote me on that put as many asterisks next to that number as you want now if both people are wearing pants and he pisses himself you don't get any on you and he gets it on him so it's like contained yeah you know what i mean there the assumption being he's going to piss himself like that's that's sort of the whole simulation and so they're saying that you have less than like a one percent chance of getting infected if both of you are wearing your mask properly so People are not wearing masks because it's nice out. And they're like, oh, it's hot. I can't breathe. It's like, then what are you doing outside? Yeah. Get your ass back inside. Or if you're going to like enjoy this. And the thing about the city is people can just walk to walk. 
Like, where are you going today? Oh, you know, nowhere. I'm just going to walk around the city. Yeah. Why? I mean, I get it. You want to be outside? You can enjoy the weather? Then wear your mask properly. There's, like, rules to this. There's, like, social... Uh, there's a social responsibility. And that, and I've, I've been talking to Carolyn about it, just how anxious I am when the time will come to get back to work. Now, granted, for me, it might be a, quite a while. Because I think for all of May, we're expected to work from home. Yeah. Uh, the mayor, Mayor de Blasio, has already canceled all public permits for the month of June. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that, that was done a few weeks ago. I mean, ago. that's the thing, though, like, right? Because, like you said, if you're going to do it right, you do it, do it once. If you're going to do it, do it once and do it right. And so right. if you're trying to, like, oh, release, release, like, open up all the gates, you don't want to do it too soon. So... I guess better keep things shut down for a month longer than than they need to, than open up too early and then have to shut down for another three months by accident. Mm-hmm. The they're saying that well, South Korean doctors confirmed that you cannot yeah. get it twice, which is we'll find out. I think it's. There's such a rush right now to contain this thing that I'm afraid of the right processes happening before you publish anything nowadays. Yeah, oh man, it's hard. So I, I can't I can't give you exact numbers. I just saw them like recently, you know, just the other day. Um, the one of the, the the highest tier journals, like the the top like echelon of journals, like Science, Nature, and Cell, um, just like straight up Science, Nature, and Cell. Each of those journals have like kind of subversions of them where they're a bit more mm-hmm. specific to topics. And so the turnaround time for getting papers, not even just published, but the time to get them back from reviews, from reviewers, is like weeks at times. Um, these science said that they, 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 they got a, let's just say whatever paper on COVID-19 papers. And typically the turnaround time for like getting the first version of it and then getting it at, and actually having it published and, you know, people who have subscriptions could read it is like weeks to months sure for these types of papers it's days which yeah. is just like unheard of so like you said um just just by the nature of the, the quick turnaround time like the reviews cannot it's just not possible for them to be as stringent right and so there's can be a lot of misinformation or i don't want to say bad science like i don't i don't want to say these people were like being deceptive or anything like that but in the rush to get papers published and get, you know, be the first person to release a study on on a certain field, it's very possible that mistakes happen. And, yeah. and um, you know, this information where you're saying, oh, we were able to confirm blank and it turns out, oh, no, they, they screwed something up. Right. Well, like, great. Now, this paper that was published in science or whatever, where people are going to trust it. There, you know, this is going to be what's going to be. This this is going to be treated as a gold standard piece of of information until somebody can disprove them. So, yeah, like you said, for now at least, the assumption I guess is that you cannot get it twice based off of the science, the the, the reports of these uh, South Korean doctors. But we'll see. I mean, somebody might publish a paper in, in a month and say, you know what, we did some tests and found that that's not necessarily true. So. Right. There's such, like you said, there is such a rush to be the first right now, especially yeah. with this. Yeah. There are, there's money on the line. Yeah, it's there's fast track to fame. The line. Exactly. There's, and, and also just trying to really get this thing uh, like locked up, right? Yep. Now, here's the other thing. There is no way that we know for sure 
anything right now about COVID. Like, the only things that we are sure of are, like, the initial symptoms and usually the incubation period. But we're still not clear on transmission 100%. I had friends get the antibody test, and they had conflicting results. Like, my group of friends, Paraga uh, and, and whomever, they went and got the test and just got really weird results. And it's like, we knew that the antibody test was had a had like a really large uh like error rate and it's and it's like we don't even know what to do with the antibody test right now and we don't know if everyone's administering the antibody test properly we also don't know if the makers of the antibody test have made it properly yeah and so there's like it's just like there's the 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 deviation uh or the the margin of error at every step is so large right that it's like how creaky is this bridge yeah who knows so we found out that the company, uh, Gilead Sciences, this is not, by the way, a conspiracy. Like, I do not have a tinfoil hat on. All right. I, I need to make that very clear. But it came out that Gilead Sciences spent two point some million on lobbying the drug, an antiviral drug for malaria initially, right? Mm. No, that's hydrochloroquine. Wrong yeah. drug. But it was like they spent all this money getting remdesivir up. You know what's crazy right now? How how desperate people are for a cure? A week ago, it came out, there was a study in like Taiwan or something that said that remdesivir had no uh, meaningful impact and that the, the study that Gilead Sciences had done for the FDA trial was insufficient. Like either not enough people signed up and it didn't yield significant results. So it tanked the market yeah. like 5%. <laughs> This right. is the day after I told you that my stocks had finally shot past the uh, my my initial buy-ins for all of them. It was like, okay, now I'm back. Like I, I'm not at the level I was in March or like early March, but you know, if I if I sold everything, I would get everything back that I had initially put in. Right. So now it comes out that Gilead Sciences said that 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 report was not only pre- premature but incorrect, and so the market rallied around it. And it's like Gilead Sciences is, is in pole position to get something out first. But we don't actually know if this thing is going to work. And so are we rushing to, you know, this this almost hurts the anti-vaxxer, or helps the anti-vaxxer movement. Because we're pushing a drug that we're so desperate to have work. Like, we, like if you found out tomorrow that remdesivir is open and available to everyone, would you get it? Like, part of you really wants to get it, right? Because, like, in, this, in the... Ch- hopes that it works Mm -hmm. you've been vaccinated but what if it doesn't work okay so now you've just injected yourself with something it's pretty potent but doesn't do what you intended it to do so now if you knew that would you want that stuff in your body or would you not want that stuff in your body like are you protecting yourself against something that you don't need or doesn't need protecting from like this becomes really easy to be like well you sound like an anti-vaxxer it's like I believe in vaccinations. I also believe in peer review. I also believe in finding out if the efficacy of this thing works before you just go, hey, sick this in me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, but, I, but I guess it's different with the flu shot because no, I hear the you. flu shot's a guess. The flu shot's a guess every year. Yeah. Like you just hope that this is going to protect you from the strain. So there are years where it's really good and there's years it's Yeah, I think this year terrible. wasn't that great. I think this year wasn't that great of a year. This year wasn't great. Last year was worse. Like, I don't know. No, you're maybe, right. Maybe, maybe you equated to that, but 
I just I'm trying to like explore. I'm trying to do this like thing where I become a little bit more nuanced in the argument, so it's not just you're not shooting from the hip, right? Mm-hmm. There's moments where you shoot from the hip. This is not one of them, and I, I just want to be cognizant of like all the downstream effects because we're older and because we're in a position where like we're making decisions not only for ourselves but for our families and you make and for like for for gordon right like gordon trusts you to make the best decision for him he doesn't know it yet but that's the inherent baseline he's got a massive poop in there but you know yeah yeah exactly i I hear you it's the baseline understanding of the relationship that you guys have and so i'm just thinking about like what to do with all this stuff no i hear you um yeah there's a lot there's a lot to digest and unpack there but i i am with you i mean lena and i have discussed this as well we've thought about again the complexities like the complexity of of a vaccine in general and do you trust that the company that is releasing this vaccine actually got it right and not like and and like just let's just ignore the malicious side of things where they 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 lobby or they try to they try to cheat their statistics in a manner that shows that their drug actually is working when maybe it's not working or maybe there are greater side effects than they claim but if they didn't screw something up somewhere along the lines that somebody didn't catch and because because the 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 financial benefit that that exists to these pharmaceutical companies is pretty massive so it to me at least again i I don't want to say i'm wearing a tinfoil hat but i'm sure that other people are going to be a lot more inclined to believe whatever comes out and that's fine but um yeah, I would definitely be a bit apprehensive or, or just, I don't want to say apprehensive, a little skeptical initially, you know, without without some type of information. I'm not saying I'm going to sit there and read whatever they put out and say, oh, I'm gonna, I, I understand this. This makes sense. It works or 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 not. But um, I don't think I'd be the first person in line, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Um, the other thing that you're saying about, like this goes back to the very beginning, but what you were talking about with people being out outside and trying to enjoy the nice day, not wearing masks and this and that. I, I experienced the same thing. I mean, we went out yesterday to go to Trader Joe's. Um, Lane has wanted to go there for weeks, like since since we got back from England. And every time we go into that area, which is near my parents' house, we always bypass them because there's a ridiculous line. But we finally decided to just commit and get in line. Well, she decided to commit and get in line. So she it took her half an hour to, to stand in line. And then she spent however much time she spent in the store, before, you know, to get whatever the groceries that we got. And Gordon and I, meanwhile, went over to an empty parking lot, and I just like took him out in the stroll, and we just walked around the parking lot for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, and then after we did like a social visit with my parents, social distance visit with my parents. So again, we hung out on the in the driveway, they hung out on the porch, mm-hmm. just got to talk with them for like an hour actually. But um, yeah, it's got to be hard for people in cities. We've talked like Lane and I have talked about this a bit. But even yesterday, we drove by the uh, the local park. It was packed, man. Like again, just like you said, it looks like any like the parking lot at least looks like any other nice day, like the yeah. first nice day of the year. There was a day in January where it hit like fifty or sixty degrees. Mm-hmm. It was packed at the very beginning of the um, the stay at home orders. I told you I had just bought the bike and I rode my bike over to the park and it was packed there. And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, like it it it's impossible to go to these places thinking oh you're going to be the only person and then you see all these other people there like it's impossible to have any distance between you and other and the other people around you and that's the tough thing about living in a city is that there's nowhere you can really go for me like i can i can get in my car like i can go from my from my door to my car not come close to anybody and then i can drive somewhere and i can spend time outside 
completely away from anybody. Like if it's just a parking lot at a store, a lot of store parking lots, a lot of department stores, the mall, like their parking lot's empty. If I wanted to, I could just drive over to the parking lot and get out the car and just walk around if that's what I wanted to do, just to get outside away from the house. So that's the nice thing, the convenient thing for me. And the other thing is that how privileged you and I are, how privileged Lena is to be able to work from home to continue making money because there are two aspects of this. There are people who aren't able to work and are stuck stuck at home and they don't know when their next paycheck is coming in. All these people that can't get, can't like they're eligible for unemployment, but but unemployment is so backed up that they can't, they can't reply to all the requests that they're getting. So now you have people who have, like there was a story on the news the other day, there was a dude who had like 16 bucks left in his bank account. He, he wasn't able to work and he wasn't able to get in touch with unemployment. So he couldn't, he didn't know what he was going to do once that savings money ran out. So I appreciate the, the fact that some people need to get back to work. And I understand the uh, the concerns because to them, that's like the first, that's, that's the fast track to getting back to your normal life, at least financially, is to let me back to work. Now, the issue is like, that's one issue. But then there's a separate issue like you were talking about is, okay, well, it's a, like that. You can understand that, right? Somebody, somebody needs to make ends meet. Somebody needs to feed their family. Somebody needs to pay rent or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, well, it's a nice day outside. You're not going to work. Like, you're. So what are we doing out here? Like, at least can can we respect can we respect the uh, the guidelines that are meant to keep people safe by no. staying inside? No, we can't because <laughs> we're all really selfish. Shouldn't we? Shouldn't we? respect the guidelines and stay inside because like i'm like all right cool like yeah if you got to work like if if you just can't make money and we want and people want things to open back up so they can work and that's a completely separate issue of okay well what do you do and what type of business do you run and how how is you going back to work going to get you money if people aren't coming into your business right like if you operate a tramp like a, a, a trampoline like fun house or whatever they call them are people coming in like you're not making money <laughs> if you're going in there um, but there, you know, it's, it's a nice day in spring and all of a sudden everybody is outside. Like the amount of people that were on the, that were on the streets yesterday on I-95. And again, I know I was one of them, but the amount of people that were on 95, like driving around and stuff, it felt just like a normal Saturday. Yeah. And I know that we're striving to return to normalcy for sure. I think it's, if you want to be outside, social distance and wear a mask and like, don't be an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, I, the idea of like preventing people from going outside. It's like, well, if we don't have martial law. There's, there's nothing that we can talk about. Right. Like if they, if they, uh, enact martial law, it's a totally different conversation. Yeah. Now, because martial law hasn't been enacted, you want to be outside? Fine. Don't wear your mask like on your forehead. I've seen that. I don't want to see your mask underneath your chin. We have this constantly, we have a constant like lack of resources for PPE for medical people. Why are you wasting your mask? Like I see like old masks on the ground all the time. What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay. Yeah. And and people who are like, hey, it's a nice, it's a nice day out. Let's all hang out. It's like, nah, dude. Why not about that? We have Zoom. There's, there's like other ways that we can do this. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing that with my family. Actually, we did. Um, um, we played. Have you ever played the game Werewolf or Mafia? Yeah. 
yeah, so we, we, we did that. My, my siblings and um, some of my in-laws, well, my sister's in-law. And then um, we, we played Werewolf on, on a Friday night and we were supposed to play for like an hour. We played for like two and a half, three hours, I think. Then yesterday we were, we, uh, me and my siblings were playing with an app called um, House Party they have like built into it it's like you know video chatting but then built into it they have a few games like heads up like uh, Pictionary apples to apples so we were playing that for a couple hours last night too so yeah you can um there's definitely ways to interact with people without even leaving your without even leaving your home mm-hmm. a lot and it's of free not hard. options and it's not hard yeah yeah what's it called um oh i wanted to tell you we got a uh we got a dutch oven oh yeah yeah you guys have a dutch oven right no um we got a dutch oven and i've always wanted one uh they were on sale uh recently and my mom found an even better sale at costco so we basically got one for like over 60 percent off uh, it's heavy, dude. The, the thing itself is like 13 pounds. Right. Massive. But it's like, it's massive. It's enamel. So like the heat, the induction is really nice. The way that it holds the heat is really nice. The yeah. way that you can transfer from the stovetop and the thing is like a cast iron pan, right? Right. Um, we made the first, we did the first, we did a dry, not a dry run, but like we, the inaugural, we'll call it the inaugural <laughs> recipe was uh, braised short ribs. And so I bought like five pounds of short ribs uh, on the bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Figured. I got uh, celery, carrot, onions, garlic, uh, rosemary, thyme, oregano. Uh, what's it called? And I think that's it. Am I missing anything? Some kosher salt. So, I mean, salt, pepper. There's, uh, oh, a bottle of red wine. Uh, do you ever cook with wine? I don't. Mike, personally, I don't. Um, is that a is that because of your religion? Yeah, I mean, it was partially. Um, okay. I've 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 definitely had stuff that was that was prepared with wine at this point yeah. in my life, but I don't do it like personally. Um, but like, I'm not completely opposed to it either. Yeah, my like my mom would say, oh, anything that any alcohol that would touch anything kind of taints it or contaminates it, and. You'd be like, oh well, you know, all the alcohol gets boiled off pretty pretty quickly. So there's not it's just really the taste or the essence of the wine. It's not really any alcohol, but my mom would be like, nah. Me, I'm not super religious these days. The only reason I don't drink now is really just personal reasons rather than religious rather than religious. But yeah. Like I'm not fasting right now, for example. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean so and and beef stock was the last one. I was just looking it up. Um so what we did was you gotta like chop the char- uh, the carrots up, just rough chop, you know, the little rings. Uh, same thing with celery. Uh, you're gonna you're gonna cut up pretty roughly uh, three medium onions. And so what you do is first uh, with the beef short ribs, just salt and pepper, you know, just uh, the the coat. And then you put them in batches and you sear each side until they're pretty dark brown, right? So one, two, three, four. There's six sides to, to a square. And then, so you, you want to put like a decent amount of oil in this. Now, granted, uh, there's a lot of fat on the, on the beef short rib, but you're, you're going to dump all that stuff out later anyways. So 
seared them, took them out, and then you you dump most of that oil. I dumped it into a cup because I'm not gonna dump that down the sink. I'm not an idiot. Uh, but then you throw your carrots, your onions, your celery until the onion browns, and like that's gonna be really nice because that's basically cooked in beef fat, right? Yeah. Anything that's cooked in like animal fat is just it's out of control. Like, like oil is better than nothing, right? But butter is better than oil, and then like tallow, we'll call it, is yeah. better than than butter. It's the reason like, why just, people love those OG McDonald's fries from like the early '90s. Yeah, you can't beat it. Yeah. Um, and then you you do all that, and then what you do is once all of that is browned, you put the beef, the, you put the short ribs back in, meat side down, so bone side up. And then you pour an entire bottle of wine in it, 750 ml bottle. So it's like your, your standard bottle, right? Wow. Yeah. And then you, you you let that simmer for a good, I let it simmer for a good half hour. You bring it okay. to a boil Yeah. and then just let it simmer. And then what you do after that is you add all of the, oh, there's garlic as well. I use shallots. Shallots. Dude, shallots took this thing into a whole nother level. Really? Um, whole shallots. So you peel them. Yeah. And then you just toss it all in. Because uh, the, the thing is so big, you know, that if you were to, like, use dice or whatever, like, it just, I don't think the flavor would permeate as well. You really need something, like, is really potent in different areas to, like, slowly release it. So you throw in all the shallots or garlic, whole whole heads. Um, okay. They say to wow. do a chop across to, like, I guess, open it up. And I guess that could make sense as well. Um, and then you throw in your 10 sprigs or however many sprigs you want of rosemary, a couple of sprigs of thyme, uh, a couple of oregano, and then two bay leaves, obviously. Uh, and then you pour in basically a, a small container or four cups, you know, like the small th- things of, a uh, of broth, you know, they have like this, the small, like the tall, but skinny box. And the short but fat box for the larger sizes. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm buying broth every week, so I'm like, I'm in the broth game now. Um, but like, you, you pour an entire one of those things, you bring it to a boil, and then the second that you bring it to a boil, uh, you throw that in the oven at 350, uh, and then you can do that for two hours. Um, so I did it for an hour and 45 minutes because. By the time, like, I didn't realize how long this was going to take, and it was already, like, 9 o'clock, and we were starting. So we took it out, and, dude, let me tell you, I should have gotten video of it, maybe the next time I'll do it, of, like, pulling the bone out of the meat is one of the most satisfying things. Because it just slides right out. Yeah. There's no tug on it whatsoever. There's no sinew still connected to it. You know, there's no, like, patchy parts to the to the bone. It's like, nah, it just, it, it just, it just came off. Yeah. And it was amazing. And so... We made it over polenta. Uh, not not the biggest fan of that. Uh, we, I was trying to do something different, you know, because the, the polenta recipe was super easy. It's a large saucepan, six cups of water, bring that shit to a boil, mix in your, uh, your cornmeal, about a cup and three quarters, so 1.75 cups of cornmeal, mix that in. The water's going to slowly burn off, and you just keep whisking it constantly. You just got to keep it moving to prevent clumps. And then once it's done... Uh, it takes about 15 minutes, uh, six tablespoons of butter, mix that in. I mean, the thing holds the butter flavor really well, but you have to eat polenta so fast, it seems, before it starts to clump and like yeah. become jello. Yep. So tonight, we're going to make mashed potatoes. We're going to try that. 
because uh, there's still so much of the short rib left. And today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to skim all the fat off of that thing. Okay. You know how, like, because uh, the thing was so oily yesterday. And it was, like, really hard to just skim the oil without getting rid of a lot of the juice. Um, I already skimmed a lot of the, the oil yesterday. But today, I, I looked in the fridge, and there's already, like, a nice, like, solid top to it. So I'm going to use like a, a spoon and delicately just scoop all that stuff out and then bring it to a boil later tonight, throw the short ribs back in, make some mashed potatoes and try again. And I mean, I'll, I'll show you. I have I have pictures. Uh, and, and so I'll, I'll show you later. But uh, it was a good inaugural uh, recipe. Definitely feels like a good dinner recipe, like a, like a dinner party recipe. Like if everyone came over, uh, you know, you're not messing with pork. So most people that I know eat meat. Um, to, to some degree and beef is like a really clean thing to to make yep uh so it's uh very excited about it and it only took about three hours so it's like you know you, you if the dinner party is at six o'clock you, you clean the place in the morning and then by like three o'clock or whatever you just kick you get it going so as people start to shuffle in like you can eat pretty quickly yeah there's nothing worse than like when you go to a dinner party and like they're in the middle of cooking still, but the thing that they're cooking takes a long time because you can't be putting something into the oven that takes hours <laughs> as people are coming to your door. Because yeah. the assumption of like a dinner party is like you're going to eat within the hour. Yeah, yeah. All right, because the dinner party is like we're eating and we're talking and we're relaxing, not waiting for the food because then people get antsy and like you can lose a crowd really fast that way. I mean, you can if you're going to do like if you're doing like appetizers though. Like that's the only, that's the only exception. Well, right. It's like, then, okay, and now we're doing like some light whatever i don't want to say yeah. finger food but you know you're kind of no, like you chilling yeah but the bridge can only hold for so long oh yeah 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 you're not sitting right. there eating finger food for two and a half hours or whatever right so um last thing i'll tell you is i have been making crazy progress in red dead redemption 2 man i need to get on that you do. I, need to I am in up. chapter five now. Wow! The last time I remember when you like when you kind of stopped playing the game. Chapter I three. I think you were just oh chapter three. Okay, so I was saying you were just finishing chapter two. So yeah, starting yeah. chapter three. Chapter three is at the high point. Things are chill. Doing a lot of like hunting quests or whatever. Mm-hmm. But recently, I'm just like you know what? Let me power through this story. Do you want me to tell you where I'm at right now, or are you actually going to play this game? I'm going to play this game. Do you know what happens in the story? No idea what happens in the story. I never finished Red Dead One. Um, okay, I, I, have, I have a general idea. At least, do you of how know it the ends. connection between Red Dead One and Red Dead Two? I just know that John Marston's in this game. Yes, that's about it, right? So, so that's not a you. You it, find so out this, really early that he's yeah, this, in the game. this is like a prequel. Yeah, this is exactly. It's a prequel, and then you actually all the people that you run into that are like people from your old pot. Like the whole point of Red Dead One is John. Uh, has been arrested by the Pinkertons, right? That's this is in the like as a game is loading, yeah, right? It's like uh San Andreas where CJ is in the cop car, right? So, yeah, this yeah. is like exposition to, to get the game going. John Marshall needs to go and find all the people in his old posse so he can get his freedom so he can get back to I think her name is Abigail, his wife or whatever, yeah, all whatever the people yeah. that you're hunting in the posse to get your freedom back in Red Dead One. Are people that you ride with in Red Dead Two? I see. Yeah, and and it's a totally different uh, 
perspective on the relationships because you like you ride or die for John Marston in uh in Red Dead One, you think he's like this badass person, but then in Red Dead Two, you're like, Oh, that's where he was in the posse? Very interesting. Yeah. Um the story is phenomenal. Uh there's a couple of like slow points I think, but it's also just like it's a it's a Rockstar game, right? So it's massive. There's like all these things that you can do. Right. But right. yesterday the game surprised me for the first time in like sixty hours. And I finally found out the thing that got spoiled for me a year ago. Like, I was on the Red Dead uh, subreddit uh, <laughs> like an idiot. But uh, part of the story got ruined for me really early on. But for me, it was like, all right, fine, that got ruined. But it's about how we got there that makes it very, uh, that'll make the story appealing, right? It's like something you know that, for example, someone's going to die. Uh, I just saw that in a movie recently that I won't spoil. Uh, they, they, they lay it out that this man does not survive in like the opening scene. But it's like how you get there makes you almost forget that he dies. Right. Right? That's like the beauty of a long story. And then so that's what happened here. Like I, I knew it was happening. I didn't know when. I didn't know where. I didn't know how. But the way that the game treated last night, like it hit me like a gut punch. I was like, oh my god. That's how that happens? Amazing. So get on it, dude. Because I'm, I'm trying to... I'm trying to get it. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, because um, I have, like, $47 uh, <laughs> that is going to expire on May 12th. Right. So I need to figure out what I'm throwing that to. I yeah, was like, really do I need to get a new controller? I'm thinking about getting a new controller because, like, my, the left trigger of mine is, like, sticky. Um, it's really annoying in Warzone because when we engage people, it it sometimes prevents my rifle from firing. Hmm. There's yeah, like a, good. it's almost like a input, uh, there's like an input error where it's like, are you aiming down sight? Are you firing? Can you do both at the same time? Unsure. And so uh, I've, I know I've definitely died to that a few times. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to throw that money to that. I also need to get a new headset. I just have to have like my headset okay, to stay yeah. one. Um, just because like I can't hear you end the game properly. Hmm, you know yeah. how like every time that we play, it's like, wait. Yeah, are you no, talking I you. I, it's like every time it's annoying i feel like the sound mixes in the in the game is not great but it does always there's also the weirdness of, of me still getting used to my headset after all this time because i'm not used to having to speak like i right now i'm talking at a pretty uh i'd say normal volume but i'm used to gaming at night and the way my old headset used to be at least i was able to kind of I don't want to say whisper, but not speak too loudly into it and still come through all right on that on the other end. In this case, though, that's like on the PC side of things, at least that's not the case. I need to speak into it like this. And I forget that a lot because of just what almost a decade of, of the habit of talking more quietly when I was gaming. So, yeah, I think I need to get I need to speak a little louder. But there's also the issue just straight up of the sound mix not being that great in the game or at least not in the game. But like there's just there's certain things that are super loud in Warzone, and there are other things that aren't. Like the intro playing is way louder than anything else. So you have your volume turned up so you can hear the gunshots and footsteps and things like that. But then every time you start back into a round, it's like oh the plane opening up and the wind whooshing past you as you're you're parachuting down. It's like this is too like you can't really communicate during this period of time because it's too loud. Right, and so I mean right now. The, the mix is great, but there's like nothing happening, right? Yeah, we're, we're both speaking to a, a mic, like a, a proper microphone. We all we both have like a, like a pop filter, and we have uh, not a lot of like 
in chat audio outside of our voices and it's yeah. also quiet that we're where we are right now so of course we should be able to hear each other but when you start to factor in more and more uh <laughs> variables into it it's just right. like i hate that whenever i'm playing by myself it's not an issue yep. but then when you join or when anyone joins it's like all right i gotta like is it down two on the party chat uh yeah 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 lever and then once on the game chat lever it, it, it's so frustrating so i so there are i'm looking at the microsoft headphones and they sell turtle peaches they sell but and astros and i want to get astros but astros are all sold out are they really all of the astros are sold out on microsoft and it's like does that mean you're not getting them anymore and i don't want to just get i, I for some reason i don't want to get a wireless headset no i, I understand why, that but i feel like the last thing i need is like another bluetooth thing for that to go wrong yeah, yeah, and I can't imagine that being better than a wired headset. Yeah, so um, I have like another eleven days to figure this out, but I've been trying to do the research every day because I need to spend this money. I'm not letting forty seven dollars like disappear on me. Yeah. So the point is, I'm either getting in priority order headset, controller, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's a game Creed which I had sale the other day, right? But I sold. Um, oh yes, you did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't buy it then. You're out. You're out the Why? game on that. Why? Yeah, you, you, it's, you, it's over. The man who buys games in bulk, like you're, you're a storage. I don't wars buy them guy. in bulk. I just buy you're them over time. Let me say, storage I, wars guy. I have you, Assassin's Creed Odyssey right now, right? Yeah. You want to play the last it? time I played it? Because Steam tells you this. I have nine hours of playtime on it. Last played May twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. It's just under a year. Yeah. I was just talking to Majub last night my younger brother for those who don't know um we bought i bought him this game or bought us both this game called grim dawn it was on sale for like five bucks it's like an action rpg um i was shocked yesterday to realize that we haven't played it in over a year we have a total of five hours playtime on it last played february 8th 2019 you're, you're game rich but you don't you don't show any of your games any love i have grand theft auto 5 45 minutes played have you ever finished that game I finished on the on the Xbox. Oh, then you're fine. Um, I've bought this game three times, Andy. Yeah. So so and you and you and you and you're giving the me Xbox One where I never finished it, and I have it on the PC where I've played forty five minutes of you it. You can't give me nonsense if you haven't finished it. Metal Gear Solid Five last played December second, two thousand nineteen. I got I got pretty decently into the That's game. That's trash for a bit, game, anyways. And then uh, and then it stopped. Yeah. Well, I, I have been uh, I have been playing through um, both. Oh, it's only thirty five dollars on Amazon. Order. Make, you know I've been making my way slowly through that, but more recently I've gotten a bit more into Near Automata, and so I've been I've actually made progress in that game. But with that said, um, I think I will start to to come back because I'm kind of just jumping back and forth between a bunch of different games. I think I will play a little bit of Red Dead. And, yeah, uh, maybe we'll sign on and just play Red Dead that. together or something. Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about playing Duty, um, but I should probably just play Red Dead. Nah. I haven't played well, Duty for you a know few what? days now. No, 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 dude. You got to do duty while the the trip, the double everything is on. Yeah, well, I mean, is is the thing working? Yes. Are you sure? Because I feel like it, I feel like it hits. I feel like it, it works sometimes, and then it just goes away. This XP nah, is working, working. Nothing's tracking. It's hundred percent working. I still don't know if I feel like it. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that's fine. Do what you want to do. That's a whole yeah. point. Of, that's a whole point of gaming. Yeah, I'm a grown man. Play. I do what I want. All right, let's get out of here. All right, all right. Sounds good. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Stay safe.